0: CKR Radio, bringing you the best of absolutely nothing. K R Radio, telling the truth no matter whose feelings it hurts. Uh, what's up, everybody? We're back this week bringing you a podcast. Um, the topic at hand this week is vaccinations, with it, which is nothing new uh, in the world of medicine, but for some reason it's suddenly a, a big issue that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, your thoughts on the, on the matter, gentlemen?
1: Well, uh, like you said, it's suddenly it's a controversy Uh, For whatever reason, uh, we'll get into why there's a controversy, but I think that the efficacy of vaccines are well-established. What about you, Alex? Well,
2: you know, uh, kids these days love the hashtag uh, throwback Thursday, you know, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, with uh, not vaccinating kids, uh, you're going to bring some diseases back. Yeah, that's a throwback.
0: Yeah, that's very very true. Somebody said that – I saw this on Twitter today someone said that um we had rid our country of measles and because of this <laughs> anti these anti-vaccination um advocates uh we now have measles again. I don't know, is, is there validity to that? I don't even know. <laughs> well um well you go ahead.
1: Yeah, there definitely I mean there definitely could be validity to that. I I mean I mean
0: validity in an aspect of like was measles really completely out of the United States? Uh I don't
1: think it was eradicated, no. Um, yeah, I, I didn't either, but... I'm uh, sure that the infection rates... So if the infection rates were lower, right, and then less people started vaccinating, and then the infection rates went up, that that could be a causal link,
2: yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, you know, actually, most recently in the news, uh, they've been having some trouble at uh, Disneyland in California. Um some kids that weren't vac- vaccinated, I keep messing that up, uh, that weren't vaccinated, uh, infected a bunch of other kids. And that's, that's my main concern with it is that, you know, your child, especially, I mean, even if they are homeschooled, when they go out in public, they are still going to be, uh, putting other children at risk.
0: Yeah. And that's the problem is, uh, is, is society as a whole. Like, it's, I, I, I I've looked up a few videos a few different videos trying to get some different um uh, perspectives on the situation today on YouTube and there was this one parent that uh didn't necessarily agree with but he said, you know, it's my choice not to vaccinate my children and that's fine, but when you when, when they go around other children then they're putting these other children in danger. Yeah. Yes. And they need they need to be aware of that.
1: There's, there's this, there's this, um ideology of like, it's me, it's my choice, it's whatever I wanna do, right? It's my family, it's my kids, it's my body. But you're putting others at risk. You're causing, you're part of a cause to do harm to others. Uh, I phrase that all fucked up, but, uh, I, it's, it's, they're, there's a definite risk to others and you're increasing that risk by not getting a vaccine it's it seems like it's relatively simple you know you get the um preventative measure to prevent the disease but people uh people think so a lot of people are selfish they're not thinking about the um larger picture there's there's a thing called herd um immunization right where because the virus doesn't have enough host, the virus or the disease, it doesn't have enough host to properly spread and sustain itself, then it will just simply die out. And because there, you've got people who aren't vaccinating, then the disease can adequately, adequately spread, even if it doesn't kill the host. It's still um, – it's still incubating and it's still hosting and it can spread and it can spread to enough people that it will kill some people and if you can prevent that why wouldn't you
0: that's my argument yeah i, I completely agree um i don't i don't know what the big shock factor is suddenly with uh, oh my god they're injecting us with a virus uh it's <laughs> always it's always been that way um <laughs> i don't i don't really know how this came about but uh, it, it, it's a naturally, a natural occurring process in the body. Like when you catch a cold, your body starts fighting against that, that cold, that cold virus, the bacteria, whatever. And when you're coughing, sneezing, ha- running a fever, that is your body actively fighting against this. Uh, and it, it develops antibodies, which it's the exact same thing that a vaccine does. And it, yeah. it, it, it you become immune to that, uh, that specific strand of the cold. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, Alex, you have a bit of history on this, don't you?
2: Yeah, man. I, f- I found a bunch of uh, just crazy stuff and I'm actually searching for the article right now that I found. Um because I really I mean if anybody wanted to throw out something that you know they're 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 looking back uh, throughout history um at something to to help strengthen their point to not vaccinate people or or their children uh, more particularly. Um I'm looking for it. I found it earlier. I think it was like, uh, basically they, they fucked up when they were sending out vaccinations for, uh, polio and there was a lot of the, uh, you know, vaccines, a dead virus. There was a lot of them that weren't dead Ah. and, uh, and they were still infected. And they infected like hundreds of thousands of children. Now out of that, um, like fifty thousand were permanently paralyzed. Only five deaths though, so that's still it could have been way worse. Uh but it did spread, you know, to families and everything like that as well. That's an awful uh, thing. Yeah, and, and you know, they could look back at that and be like, Well, you know, it didn't work then, but I mean we know better now it was a it was a freak accident.
1: It's an equivocation fallacy. Uh if you, if you have, uh, so let's say you, you guys like, uh, uh, Cheerios, right? You guys like to eat Cheerios, okay? And, oh shit, we accidentally dropped a bottle of strychnine in the Cheerio batch and 100,000 people died. Fuck. Is suddenly Cheerios a deadly, um, food item? It's not deadly. It's a fuck up. Yeah. If they fucked up with the vaccine, then that's an error. That doesn't mean that the vaccine itself is, um, invalid now. And I know you guys agree with me. I'm just, you know, you raise that from their point of view and I'm countering that, you know, but people so often, they equivocate. They say, look, this vaccine did this and did it really? No, the error, the human error did that, not the vaccine.
0: And how long ago was that, Uh, Alex? Do you you have that? It was... A substantial amount of time, right? Yeah, Yeah, okay. So... That's something that needs to be taken into consideration as well with these – the people that are anti-vaccines. Um, you know, <laughs> science has brought us a long way.
1: <laughs> well, like I said on Twitter, science is a self-correcting
2: method. Actually, I'm sorry. This was – it was 1955. It was a tragedy known as the Cutter Incident. Cutter Laboratories produced 120,000 doses Damn. of the Salk polio vaccine. Um, inadvertently contained some live virus with it um, that caused 40,000 cases of polio, 53 cases of paralysis, and five deaths. But because it kept spreading uh, through all the families and everything, it caused another uh, 13 cases of paralytic polio and another five deaths. So, I mean, that could be something, you know, someone could look back and be like, well, science fucked up. Yeah, it's so evidence. I believe in it.
1: They would use that as evidence for their case to say, well – and I could actually – thinking about it in my head just now, I could see where somebody might raise the argument that, look, if they fucked up once, they can fuck up again. Mm-hmm. See, So I guess I could see that point maybe, and uh it raises an interesting question, but what do you guys think about that? If they fucked up once, they can fuck up again.
2: Well, I mean that's – that still doesn't – uh doesn't discredit that we've made a vaccine for a disease it's still effective against you know destroying the disease just because we fucked up and you know kept some of the viruses alive and we put them inside you
1: yeah and i would say also um that when when incidents like this happen what it does is it raises awareness for that incident so that it won't happen again like if a plane crashes because somebody forgot to tighten a bolt well, then industry regulations change to say "No, you have to make sure this bolt is tightened because this incident happened mm-hmm. and well that would be my counter to the thing that I just you know raised in my brain but um i mean there's there's definitely there's definitely interesting arguments, and I think the scientific argument for vaccines is pretty sound, but then there's that moral argument right of I put into my body what I want right should should the government force you to vaccine?" yeah vaccinate vaccine i mean irregular verbs, but anyways, should the government force you uh,
2: that's hey you know I, I know that sounds like a hitlerish idea to to force people to put something in their body, but man, I mean this is dangerous stuff we're dealing with, and you know perhaps if we could get everyone vaccinated, we could uh completely you know weed out all this uh all these diseases and everything
0: exactly. Exactly. It's like we, we, we have these diseases at hand. We know how to make ourselves immune to them. If, if we can just, if people just sit down and listen, let us, let, you know, someone demonstrate how a vaccine works right in front of them, you know, teach them until they understand. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that in a way, <coughs> It does need to be uh mandatory mandatory yeah yeah uh, uh
1: we're dealing with something that like I can't think i mean unless you guys can think of a of an example, I can't think of anything else that would and it's not mandatory currently, is it I don't know, is it
2: you have um to get... no. uh tuberculosis is I believe for like public school systems I know when uh when I was gonna uh do teaching and stuff, I had to get another tuberculosis shot. Ah, uh, yes, um, yes let that, go to school.
1: that's in the education system. We're talking about the government saying to live in this country, you have to be inoculated.
2: No, not at all. But in Brazil, <laughs> um, they did force mandatory uh, vaccinations. And in 1904, in Rio de Janeiro, see, they were um, – the commoners were super upset about the uh, mandatory vaccinations because they thought they were pretty much just putting uh, – I guess something poisonous, or something that would uh, just instantly kill all the poor people, so that they could restructure uh, Rio de Janeiro, kind of you know weed out the ghettos,
1: yeah, the favelas, yeah, yeah. So they would kill them all off. This is what the 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 uh, the, the the poor people were assuming was going to happen, right? That the government's doing this to kill us all, and then they can restructure the ghettos to whatever yeah. they want.
2: It, it was even deemed the uh, vaccine revolt.
1: there was a revolt, yep, so they were there was like an uprising. They were like fighting shit, oh yeah, oh jeez, Louise. Well, I saw an interesting thing a while back. It's not quite related, but it was in um the Ebola thing in Africa, and these African tribes, these tribal people they were they were actively resisting um the w h o the World health organization. They were coming over to you know help with the disease, you know forming little hospitals in these tribes, right? And they were like they were saying that these were these were devils and, and these were death camps that if you went to this um, you know set up little hospital you would die, so don't go there because you'll die. Not realizing that the disease itself, when you contract it, you're likely to die. So they were they were labeling these as death camps, you know, out of fear and just well. You know ignorance they didn't understand what was going on, and they
0: they blamed you know anyways sorry okay it's a lot like what's going on now. people don't understand how a vaccine works i mean if if you understand how it works, then there's no reason to to be anti vaccination there's really not, and, and, and uh and, and, go ahead.
2: Oh, I, I was just gonna ask, Riley. Was that the uh, the Ebola documentary they had on Netflix? Exactly the documentary. That you watch? Yeah, I, I watched that like two weeks ago. Man, it's insane. Like they live in it, they see like Ebola and everything, like what it does to people. And they still don't believe in it.
1: I, it's just it's it's like uh, I mean it, it's almost pure ignorance, and um, it just comes from a lack of education. And what you're seeing here is is it's the same thing it's a lack of critical thinking here in the states where people i think for the most part anti-vaxxers probably know that vaccines work but there's there's some sort of um cognitive dissonance between the the efficacy of the vaccine and putting something from the government in their body a lot of people don't trust the government in fact the government as its lowest trust rating ever i don't know if there's an actual stat for that but i'm I'm sure there is a I just said I don't know if there's an actual stat for that. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but uh they, they
0: go on. Guys. I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure that there is. Uh I think that uh, the I don't know. I, it's not it's not a conspiracy, you know what I mean? It's like people make everything into a conspiracy. And what it comes down to is people don't like to be told what to do. Yes. You know, nobody yes. nobody likes to be told what to do, but it's I, I, it may it puts me in mind of Obamacare. Like people don't want health care. You're gonna make me take care of myself. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's just kind of uh, some I don't I don't know.
1: Well, the government but... our our government is a is an entity constructed to run society by definition, right? And a lot of times they're helping people from themselves they're they're saying oh you're going to mandate that i can 't drink and drive you know like wait you know you 're going to tell me what to do so I understand that it's an emotional argument to say you're not going to tell me what i 'm going to put in my body you're not going to tell me what i 'm going to put in my body i I get it, but it 's an emotional argument it's it's stemming from uncertainty and I mean, yeah. Oh, the government, the Illuminati—they're gonna fucking poison us with deadly
2: diseases. And uh, yeah, that's the funny thing, though, is like Obamacare. Like, yeah, they're gonna get all up uptight about uh, having to carry insurance for themselves. But it's okay if they carry insurance for their cars. Like, that's mandatory—that you have insurance for your car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great point. So, you know, I thought that was weird, but, uh yeah, man, it's just people' backwards way of thinking, man. No matter what it is, uh working at a cell phone place, I get it all the time, old people coming in and, and saying how, like, anti-smartphone they are because they swear the government has all those trays and can track you down, which is true. I mean, you can can also track any phone. phone. Yeah, feature phones too. I mean, you know, you're you're on the grid if you have one, Mm -hmm. and it helps. You know, in case you know you decide to murder a couple of people, they'll be like, "Oh, let's find his cell phone and find where he's at."
1: So let me let me raise a question to you guys. This is just a hypothetical. Let's say the government. Now, this is I heard this from conspiracy theorists such as Alex Jones. Say the government is planning to put a microchip in you, right? as a, as a, as an implant would that be good or bad now let me just raise this issue and then you guys can discuss a microchip if it's placed in every single person from the time they're born till the time they die guess what missing children never an issue again right yeah but but wait a minute the government oh. knows what you're doing but all those missing oh. children it's not worth mm. it
0: Well, what are people doing that they're so afraid of the government knowing? Like, like, (laughs) where where do you go or do with your cell phone that you're that these old people are so terrified of the government knowing? Like, I mean, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Privacy is an issue, I guess. I mean, I I want privacy, but I don't not to the extent that I'm like I don't want the government to know when I'm in uh, when I'm in New York City, you know?
1: Yeah, but. (laughs) doesn't – so we live in a, in a transparent age. The government itself is losing its own privacy. All the whistleblowing that's been happening in the last five years, that's the government losing privacy, right? So if Wait, they're uh, losing privacy, then why shouldn't we to some degree? Should we have every webcam and should we – everything be like – should the government record every moment of our lives? Well, I don't know about all that, but when you're accessing a communication device – whether it be social media, text messaging, or phone, then you're giving up privacy by definition.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Instagram and and Facebook, uh, any type of photo or anything you put on there, they own that. Like, people don't understand, like, they own your photos.
0: Yeah, and even, like, I I recently deactivated my Facebook just for no other point than I was uh, just sick of it, and... Uh there was there was a couple of pictures that I wanted to go back and get. Well it's still it's still um there, you know what I mean? Like my Facebook never goes away. It still exists in some tangent in the internet or I couldn't reactivate it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no way to like permanently delete it. So it when you when you create a Facebook account, it's like always a Facebook account, I guess. Maybe there's like a time frame to where if I never reactivate it it gets deleted automatically. I don't really know. Riley you might know, but no idea. Uh, it, it always exists, to, to my knowledge.
1: Yeah, well, we're getting off on a tangent now, though. Uh, the the idea though is what you were saying earlier with uh, people don't like to be told what to do, and where the gray area comes is, and I, I like I said, I don't know of anything where it's mandatory that you put that you put something in your body, right? I don't know of any any other situation like that, and that's where the gray area come, the gray area comes in. It uh, it comes down to personal liberty, and that's that's what I see. I mean, if somebody doesn't understand the the actual mechanisms behind vaccines, then then they're just ignorant. But I think there are some people who do understand what's going on with vaccines and why they're effective and that they are effective. But at the same time. Um, taking a libertarian stance and saying, don't force me. And, and I'm not even sure the government is planning to enforce vaccines on everybody in the country. That's just a hypothetical. Strongly encourage.
2: I mean, I would be completely for it. I'm sure there would be a good 70 to 80 percent of America that would be for it at least. But then again, they, there's a good percent that would probably think there were microchips in the syringes. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that, – yeah, that, I mean that, that's where we got on the tangent is because people are so – they're so um, conspiratorial in their thinking, and they just think the worst, and it's because what Caleb said. People don't like to be told what to do, so they turn the government into the bad guy. And is there a lot of corruption in the government? For sure, but that's corrupt people. Is there, is there a lot of bad politics for sure, but at the same time, I can't believe that the government ruling the people wants to kill the people, you know?
2: I mean in the Constitution, it doesn't say anything about privacy. Um, I personally don't think it would be such a bad idea to take everyone's DNA when they're born, put it on record. So you know if they grow up and become some type of murderer or rapist, hey, we have your DNA on file. But a lot of people would say, hey, that's against my civil liberties. Um, I don't want that. But whatever. I mean, it's just a progressive way of thinking.
0: Well, I I would like it to be known to all listeners that the government has nothing to gain from killing you. Yeah. You call us money. (laughs) Uh, Well, there was this interesting – oh, go on.
1: Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there was this interesting thing – There's this this theory behind um, vaccinations, and it's that big pharma, big pharmaceutical companies are trying to profit from administering uh, vaccines, right? They're trying to make money, and that's why it's mandated so where – or not so where. That's why it's mandated so many different places is because they're trying to rake in more money, but – Here's where you've got to think a little deeper. They would make more money from the spread of these illnesses because it would cost more to treat these illnesses than it would to prevent them. So it's it's like these people see these ideas in their head. They see it like, oh, that makes complete sense. Big pharma, they want a bunch of money. They want money. They're greedy bastards. Corruption, right? And then they're not thinking that one layer deeper of going, wait a minute, they'd make more money if the if the diseases were spread. And it's that uh, it's that dissonance I was mentioning. It's just they they don't like they don't they don't have it, mm.
0: or they do have it. They have do have, you, it. have. either one of you encountered? Um, do you have a good a good counterpoint? Some something you've seen that that on the on the other side? Because we all we're all in agreements pretty much. Well,
2: the um, the uh, the revolt that i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. um i mean i do see that because i mean like they legit were in fear of their government trying to kill them with it not necessarily looking at it as like a a medical benefit to themselves so if that was the uh i guess the uh the mental perspective you had i could kind of see it which kind of goes against everything we just discussed the last 10 minutes but I mean, come on! Like you guys said, there's they have nothing to benefit from if everyone's dead. Who can they govern? Right. Exactly.
0: Well, that's and, kind of the that's kind of the problem here is we don't have a counterpart.
1: <laughs> well, I I mean, so with the claim that okay, the government wants to do this. Well, first you've got to show that the government wants to do that. It's 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 nothing to sit there and claim that. You've got to back that up as uh who was it that said back that ass up you gotta back that up but anyways
2: juvenile uh,
1: juvenile alex with the clutch (laughs) you gotta back it up so when you claim the government wants to kill us well the people in the rio uh, de janeiro they were actually ignorant on the subject and the people in africa with the ebola they're ignorant on it they don't have anything to back their claims up when you say everybody that goes to the ebola camp they die well that's because they've got ebola (laughs) you know uh so, I, I mean, I did get into – I did get into this argument earlier, and uh, some of the points, we've already hem and hauled over them a little bit, but – so they were saying that there are natural cures for diseases and natural preventative measures, and I, I can't really go with that though. What do you guys think about natural cures, natural preventative measures? Um,
2: well, you could try the natural way, but, uh, or you can just stick a syringe at somebody, have it done and over with, and they uh, can't, it's 100% effective.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the, the natural way of, if, of surviving one of those diseases, if you're lucky enough to survive, is your body is going to react in the same exact way, only it's going to have to work three times What? A hundred times harder than than it will with the vaccine vaccine to uh develop an immunity to that virus and it's the same thing and with what you just said
1: to snowball off of that while you're curing it naturally, you have a likelihood to spread it
0: mm exactly yeah. exactly so, you're not gonna you're not going to contaminate someone if you get vaccinated <laughs> you're you're not going to contaminate them with the vaccine
1: so I said, is there a natural cure for polio All right? To which there is not. But, uh, apparently there is a preventative measure, and I looked this up, and it is true. If you, uh, if you intake a lot of high processed sugars, then you're putting yourself at more risk for polio, correct? Uh, don't take my word on it, but I mean, that's, that's the general assumption, right? You eat a lot of junk food, you're gonna be put at risk for this disease. Right. But, here's where I countered. I said, would would uh, infection rates be higher with a healthy diet or with any diet that had a vaccine behind it? You see? So I understand a healthy diet, but that, I feel like that's a separate issue. I feel like vaccines work. They do. It's, it's demonstrable. And whether or not you have a good diet, you can have a great diet and still contract the disease. If you have the vaccine, you're not going to contract it.
0: Yeah, it's simple case in point.
1: Uh, and, and and I mean, so I think we all agree dieting is 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 important. I mean, you, what you put in your body is important. But I, I felt like it was a a straw man a little bit. It's it's raising a separate issue to take away from the first one. It's it's just a distraction measure. But you know, well,
2: a- along with the diet, I was seeing uh, hygiene being brought up. Um, pretty much, uh, most anti-vaccine people. They're like, oh well hygiene started to get better when when all these vaccines were created and that's why uh that's why the diseases have kind of disappeared because uh their hygiene has become better. Uh but <laughs> I, I mean you're really you're just turning a blind eye to the facts at that point. I Because mean, yeah. you 'cause you're you're washing under your nails is the reason you don't have polio now? Come on.
1: Yeah, the um uh... It, it there there's there's definitely a causal link between vax the the advent of vaccines and the eradication of these diseases we had a when we were back in the day whatever that means <laughs> when uh we were back in the day they they had a healthy diet they didn't have processed sugars we didn't even really um digest sugar we didn't digest any wheat or definitely no uh High fructose corn syrup, and yet polio ran rampant, you know it, it destroyed civilization well it didn't no, now I'm speaking of hyperbole it didn't destroy civilizations, but it spread like it always did, and then as soon as modern medicine comes around, guess what it's gone so the these um, hippie new wave ways of well here guys, just do this well, we did that, and guess what it didn't it didn't do anything. But vaccines come through, and guess what? Smallpox officially eradicated. It's not around anymore. It's gone. Done. You can't, you can't contract it. It's not, it doesn't exist anymore because human beings have developed a way through science to destroy a virus. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's what kills me about these types of people is, is uh, not to point out a type of people but I mean, I would consider myself kind of hippie-ish, I guess, but... Uh, Left-wing, anyway, but... They're missing the fucking point with, yeah. with, with this shit. You're missing the point of the, the good vibes and all that shit. Ew. You're completely completely out of the ballpark
1: (laughs) it's it's a lack of critical thinking is what it is exactly it's people reading stuff and being persuaded which is fine all right that's fine that's humans learn that's fine but you've got to think critically about everything and when you just say look i read this article that says vaccines are bad oh my gosh they're terrible did you know that they put a live virus in you They, they put a not a live virus they put a virus in you oh my gosh that's i mean think about it people think wake up people wake up
2: <sighs> well, you know something else that goes hand in hand with this that I read about. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about it. Uh, Riley is concerned you since you, uh, you know, you're down in Florida, but uh, over in Europe, man they they uh, created these genetically mutated uh, mosquitoes okay. that they actually released in Europe and stuff, and, and only female mosquitoes uh, bite and spread diseases like West Nile and uh, malaria and everything like that. Um, what they do is they introduce these genetically uh, altered uh, male mosquitoes. They keep breeding, and as soon as they breed, the offspring also has the uh, the altered, I guess, chemical makeup of the uh, male uh, mosquitoes, and it stops the disease spread. And they said, like, over in Europe, it's, it's cut down, like, 96% of the population is now the uh, genetically altered uh mosquitoes which is crazy ridiculous if you think about it yeah i mean they they could pretty much uh get rid of west nile which i mean it was a few it was a huge thing a few years back it's not as bad now but i mean it's still around it's still taking lives
1: yeah and i see uh malaria might be a concern too getting rid of that might uh might be a side effect of that as well right malaria is primarily spread through uh through mosquitoes correct
2: Yes, and, and apparently malaria is the number one killer of any type of disease. It, it's taken more lives than there are people alive or something like that. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: So what do you guys think about the, the link between autism and vaccines? Have you guys heard about any of that?
0: Oh man, I saw, I, I saw a headline or a, the title of the video today. I didn't watch the video, and I don't know anything about it because I didn't feel the need to. Because I don't see how there could possibly be a link between autism and vaccination. But but somebody informed me. Alex,
1: did you read anything about it? Do you know anything about it?
2: I looked into it, man, and I couldn't find anything that was like super solid to no. say that like there was even a, a percentage based of people that had it. I mean, it seems to me like people would get their kid shots i mean you get a kid a shot before they're even one year old Uh, they're like six to nine months years old before they even really start to get vaccines and uh Mm -hmm. i mean they develop autism later i mean you don't see autism in a newborn child you don't look at like a three-month-old baby and say yeah he's autistic it's not until you know they're four or five years old and they start interacting behaviors yeah Yeah. interacting being socially well not interacting most likely but uh, (laughs) i
1: see what you did there you're right yeah (laughs) i gotcha
0: so they have no no sort of um evidence-based argument for why autism causes uh or or, i'm sorry vaccination causes autism
2: no scientifically based information uh more like my cousin vaccinated her kid and it has autism so I'm not going to give vaccines all right. to all my children here we pretty go. much.
1: Here we go. Devil's advocate here. So what they would say is, you guys want scientific proof? You want scientific proof? You want scientific studies and peer-reviewed articles? Well, guys, listen. Science is in the business of vaccines, okay? And they're going to lie, and they're going to keep out anything that contradicts their opinion. So it's not valid science. They're you know, they're 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 shushing up the anti vaxxers because it doesn't agree with their scientific theory and their medicine. So therefore by relying on scientific evidence for your autism studies, well, you're not gonna find any because they don't want any. That's what they would say.
0: You're exactly right. In in other words, there's no way to reason with these people.
1: Well, for the most part, yeah. When, when...
0: For the most part.
1: Yeah, and so even even the, the well nuanced and pretty insightful you know conversation that I had, the argument boiled down to you can prevent this with hell you can prevent this with diet right that was what it boiled down to because once once I started breaking down the scientific principles and why this was effective and you know it puts others at risk once I made that clear then it became well you can do it this way you don't need vaccines but really. Even with a healthy diet and all health and you know whatever, the the risk of contracting the disease is much higher, and I don't see any downside. I haven't I haven't seen any downsides to a vaccine. So even even trying to take the stance of uh, their, even trying to take their position, it's hard to defend. You know, it's there's just right. <clears throat> it's tough.
2: Yeah, right. I, mean, I mean, don't I me mean, wrong. There's oh, sorry, Go ahead.
0: That's as ridiculous as saying, I wanted my kid to grow up and have black hair and he has blonde hair and he had a vaccine and that's what caused it and I don't like it. You know what I mean? Uh, Go ahead.
2: (laughs) I would just say, uh, there's no doubt that a healthy diet will solve a laundry list of issues and, and prevent (laughs) certain diseases, especially like, you know, diabetes and stuff like that from uh, taking over your life. But I mean, it's not going to stop something like fucking
1: it's not going to stop, stop a virus.
2: or I measles or – It's not going to stop a virus. If you can get it, the cold, then – I mean if you can't stop a cold by doing something, then you're going to get something eventually throughout your life.
1: And it was like I said earlier with herd um, inoculation, right? When nobody in the population can contract a disease, it doesn't have anywhere to spread. But you start allowing it to spread, and it becomes a risk to others. It's It seems like – I don't know. It –
2: well, you know, not only that, the longer we keep these diseases around, the longer they're going to have a chance to mutate God. something different, and you know, carry through other species and carry back to the humans.
1: Damn good I mean, point. Damn dude, fucking. Point.
2: I know this one is like totally preventable with syphilis. Dude is very close to being uh, mutated to something that's completely uncurable. It's, it's Damn. Dangerously close.
0: Yeah, Didn't that's, know that we're condom kids.
1: Let's well, say that again, Caleb. Sorry.
0: Austin, wear a condom, kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, they
0: don't be silly. Wrap
2: your willy.
1: <laughs> so, so then that's that. So, okay, let's let's break that down real quick. So, from their point of view, you don't need a vaccine for syphilis. I don't know if there is one or not, but
2: penicillin and and <laughs> but like that that's that that an antibiotic though. It. Yeah,
1: but so let's assume. Let's, this is all hypothetical. Let's assume that there was a vaccine for syphilis that would completely prevent it if you if you got the shot, right? And let's say it was as effective as the smallpox and polio vaccine right, to where the the virus is almost eradicated. But wait, these anti-vaxxers, their argument is, wait a minute, guys. Syphilis, you don't want to get syphilis? Well, wear a condom. That's an all-natural way. Don't take the vaccine. Just wear the condom.
0: Oh shit!
1: And see, so, so so, what would you guys? That's an all-natural way. You don't need to put something in your body. Just
2: it's, wear it's the natural. It's co- natural to wrap a uh, tire around your cock. Well, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I see, but yeah, just go with it for the sake of argument that they would say, "Well, okay, you don't need to put something in your body. You put something on your body." You know, and the, how would you guys reconcile that?
2: Well, I mean, you know, for the. The benefit of reproduction, I mean, if you – not everyone doesn't uh, want kids. I mean, if you want a kid, you're going to have unprotected sex to make the kid. I mean, could okay. you see a world where everyone wears a condom every single time and fucking sperm donates at a sperm bank and gets artificially inseminated to the woman? Come on. Why spend all that money? That's that's stupid.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a good point, I have
1: nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> he summed it up. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. <laughs> I see exactly what you did there. Uh, I'm just trying to uh take their stance for a microsecond and it, it's getting batted down every time. And I agree. I I don't think there's any it, Okay. You got to die. Okay. That's still you're still going to contract it. You wear a condom, well you're not going to you're going to have unprotected sex in order to procreate and then if you're not vaccinating, the disease will spread and you have a chance to not let it spread. In that hypothetical. So I, I still haven't seen a good effective argument for anti-the-nation. <clears throat> I haven't seen one.
0: Nor have I.
2: Because you know why, guys? Because it doesn't exist. Let's be real here.
0: Exactly. That's that's. I've just been sitting here thinking, like, I've been being way too damn nice this whole – freaking time. <laughs> as soon as I like
2: was like wanting this to be a topic that we discussed, I was just like, man, it's just going to be us completely bashing. But I, th- I think we've done a decent job, especially Riley, trying to play devil's advocate with everything, you know?
0: Um, I think so, too.
2: Yeah, we haven't been completely, necessary. you know.
1: Well, the, the key is that science works. I mean, it does. And to, to try to negate science in this one instance... Is it's just it's a fallacy. You can't say science. Science is a method. Okay, there 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 are corrupt scientists, but science is a method, and science is what is allowing us to do this podcast. It's what's allowing us to look up this information. It's what allows us to drive to work and back. It's it it does everything. It got us to the moon. But wait a minute. No, go on. I mean, I was saying wait a minute. The entire
0: world around us, man, science. Everything we use day to day life science Hey, man, a, a lot of
2: medical history uh, most of the stuff we found out man that was from grave robbing, uh grave robbing uh, bodies and and scientists experimenting on them and shit hmm. I mean uh, oh yeah that was that's a common practice back in the day that's why we have cadavers to this day that's uh that's part of like,
1: yeah to avoid doing that because it's it's really uh really helpful to have a dead body to uh, examine. Um, but so my point is that science works, and then these people know science works, but they, not in this instance. No, 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 not here. And I see this in another argument, maybe for another podcast, but science works, science works, we should teach science, we should teach science, but wait, not evolution. Uh, no, evolution's not science, but everything else is. What? No, science is not just one branch of theory. Science is a method for determining determining a theory. And when science comes up with a medical way to prevent a the disease, then it works by self-correction. It has to be peer-reviewed. I mean, vaccines were... It wasn't just some dude saying, look, guys, let's try
2: this. It, it,
1: it was a rigorous process. Science is a rigorous process.
2: And yeah, there, there's animal test subjects and human test subjects and
1: Well, and here's the key. If it didn't work, it wouldn't be scientific. It would be discarded
0: if it didn't work. Exactly. So, science is humble, you know? I mean, science is tested over and over again. It never just jumps out and says, hey, I'm right. Exactly. Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, look at those little, uh, Do you guys remember those little wristbands that are supposed to help you keep balance that came out a few years ago? (laughs) I do. And that was – there was was no scientific evidence behind that. People bought into it. That guy made millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, he got sued for most of it. Uh, But, I mean, let's be real here. I mean, people bought into it, and it didn't fucking work. And that's the same thing with uh, anti-vaccination. It doesn't work. Why are you doing it?
1: Here's the question. Would you want to live in a world where there were no vaccines?
0: Oh God, that's a great question. Hell no.
2: I'm not would there even be a world left?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I disagree with you there. There would be a world left. I mean, we survived, you know, millions of years without vaccines, uh, but I think it would be a less uh less enjoyable world I think it would be not the best possible world that we could have I mean this isn't the best possible world we could have by any means but a world without vaccines would be a notch lower
2: I mean okay Our, the, the human species possibly if there weren't any vaccines we could possibly build up an immunity to, to stop most diseases but I mean look at like just a, just a Classroom, a, a kindergarten class of twenty children, all coming from different families, um, from different parts of the area, without a vaccine. I mean, that's it's it's a scary taking bomb. Yeah, it's a scary
1: it's, thought. Um, so all right, let's 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 go ahead and discard the irrational anti-vaxxers who just don't know and don't give a fuck about science or whatever. Let's discard them. So let's go with those rational ones who say vaccines work. And they say vaccines are great, and they're an achievement of science, but I don't want one. Then how do they reconcile that? How do we live in a society where twenty percent of the population isn't getting vaccinated mm-hmm. i mean is that the, I think that's society now I'm sure the number's not that high i should I should hold my tongue there, but hypothetically
0: it i don't really haven't an, have an answer for that uh like how to reconcile that other than your I don't want to say stupid, but you're ignorant to the fact that it's good for you and it's good for uh, the greater good. It's good for society. Yeah. It's good for the community. I see that. It's good for your children and your friends and your family.
1: Your children. Your children. Yes.
0: Yeah. And,
2: And that's the thing, you know, as a parent, your number one priority should be protecting your children and looking out for the interests of your children. And if you don't give them vaccines, you're not doing a good job of that.
1: Oh, but but wait, Alex. Wait a minute, Alex. Wait. But, um, so I am looking out for my child. I don't want to put anything in their body that could be harmful. I don't I don't want to do that. I'm looking out for them. I really am.
2: Oh, what's your son drinking over there? Coca-Cola? Okay.
0: Go get him another Happy Meal.
1: Shit, yeah. son!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I... So, okay. I'll I'll get right to the core of it. What I said – now, this was – I don't think this was a bad analogy. Let's see here. So we've got so many natural cures, um, and people think it should be illegal not to choose what goes in your body. Okay, And I said, is there a natural cure for polio? It's against the law in many areas to smoke indoors because of the effect and harm it will have on others. That's legislating what you put into your body. Do you disagree with that law? Now, they brought up a category mistake that I made, which was this is not – nobody's forcing you to smoke. This is forcing you to vaccine. But the key point of that analogy was not what goes in your body. It was the harm it will have on others. The reason it's against the law to smoke is because it affects others. The reason it should be against the law to not vaccine is because it affects others. So – and I know you guys agree, and I feel like I'm beating the dead horse uh, with a soccer cleat and a hammer, but <laughs> it, it's you, – you see what I'm saying there is we have laws to prevent harm to others. And, hey, not getting a vaccine will prevent – will – will not getting a vaccine will harm others.
2: Yep. Just and right in so. some cases, it will take their life from them because you made a stupid decision for you and your child.
0: yeah. And that, to me, pretty much sums it up, you know, if if you're, if you're, I don't know, Vonnegut, one of my favorite Vonnegut quotes is, if you can do no good, at least do no harm. And I think I said that in a prior uh, podcast, maybe, but it's pretty situational for this one. It makes a lot
1: of sense. That's a great quote for this. If you can do no good,
2: do no harm. That makes, okay,
1: Alex, you got anything else to say on the subject?
2: Get fucking vaccinated. Get your children vaccinated. If you, if you take anything from this podcast,
1: now, so I, do I'll the right thing. thing. I'll say one more thing, and then we're going to move on to a quick topic. I've never vaccinated for the flu, and I've never contracted the flu. Now, there's a lot of people like that who would then say, look, guys, you don't need vaccines. Well, I've just been lucky. Okay. Uh, so now we're going to go on a quick aside here. What about that Super Bowl last night?
0: Yo.
2: Super Bowl. The, those Patriots, man, they have four. They have <laughs> four rings. Now, now, now Steelers have, have four? six. So in case you, you, you run into a Steelers fan, remember, <clears throat> Patriots might have four rings in the last, like, 15 years, but the fucking Steelers have six within the last, like, 58 years. Okay. So they're still a better team. Well... I'm be being awkward. sarcastic by okay, way. Yeah, I I about hate to... <laughs> Stillers and most of their fan base.
1: Um I like how I'm just here know. to
0: say that they should have ran the lead draw.
2: <laughs> Dude, no joke, okay, they were down at, what was it, twenty it was it twenty four to twenty eight, right? That was the final score? Yeah. Dude, it would have made more sense and I'm not even fucking kidding if they kicked a field goal and lost by Point than to fucking throw that ball at the one yard line. No yeah. kidding,
0: dude. It was second yeah, down. Wait, I wait, didn't wait. even watch the game, man. I didn't. <laughs> I just know it was second down, and they passed the shit with Marshawn Lynch in the backfield.
1: <laughs> That's all you need to know, man. You're gonna yeah. fucking pass and you got Marshawn Lynch. Uh, <sighs> listen, I, I find it funny that uh, last week Caleb was uh, Caleb P was dissing sports. And this week, I brought it up at the end. <laughs> but it's the Super Bowl. It's a different sporting event, correct? I mean, you guys think it uh, carries a different social significance than uh
2: – Do you know, there was something – maybe it was because I did not care anything at all about both teams. But, man, I just could not the Super Bowl this year. I, I was glad that it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout by any means. But, God, it, dude, no joke. It pissed me off so bad, the fucking hashtags every single commercial had a hashtag with it Oh man. And, and and then there's this fucking uh anti there's this girl campaign like uh they had a few ads it was like uh telling your son he throws like a girl or run like a girl and that being a put down and everything like that like what the fuck is this like oh. <laughs> we are not anti-women at all we in fact love women here so
1: there what do you think of the heisenberg commercial Dude, I there was a it. hot oh. Yeah. I'm have to hey, YouTube dog. It. I'm
0: gonna have to YouTube it, man. Uh, okay. See, I didn't uh, have. I just.
1: All right. Continue.
2: I was just gonna say the the rundown of the uh, commercial was pretty much a woman walks into a pharmacy. Um, Walter White's behind the counter cooking up. Uh, well, he's in his meth suit. His, uh, you know, his his white biohazard suit, and uh, she's like, "You're not Greg." And he's like, "Oh, well, we still both deal in pharmaceuticals. Here's your, here's your pills." And it was like, "Don't take, uh, don't take stuff from sorta Greg, just like you." What, what was even the commercial about? It
1: was you isn't sorta you. Listen, that's a problem with commercials too. I got a real beef with commercials, and a lot of these commercials have no bearing on what the fuck the product is. It's just, I can't think of any specific examples, but it's just, right.
2: dude, the fucking Skittles. Commercial. It was hilarious, but the commercials. These two guys go down to the last Skittle and they arm wrestle for it. But everyone in the town does that, so everyone in the town has a huge fucking right arm. It's just a beast arm, oh, and they're like left arms are super small, even the babies and the dogs. And then they arm wrestle, but I mean, fuck. At no point do you think all oh, this is Skittles.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, what? What? So it'd be like having a, a fucking Game of Thrones ad for car insurance, you know? Or, I mean, that would actually make more. It'd be like having a Game of Thrones commercial for Skittles. It just they, people. That's what's going on now. What's happened is ever since Geico and all the funny commercials, everybody's like, we got to be funny, and we got to be weird, we got to be weird, right? For winter
2: is coming, and you need an all <laughs> and you need an all-wheel drive vehicle from Subaru. Come down to your local Subaru dealership. You're Like,
1: bitch, I want a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, we got to go back to the main topic here. you got Marshawn Lynch. You run the fucking ball. I mean, do we agree? We're all in agreement? Every time. Yeah, you run that ball every fucking time. You run it all four downs, and you let them know. You tell them, hey, we're going to run with Marshawn. I don't give a fuck if you tell the other coach. You tell all the other players. Marshawn Lynch is going to find a way. I said on Facebook 100% he would have got in that end zone. On everything in life, that motherfucker would have dug deeper than fucking gold miners dude he would have dug so deep yeah they were only dude.
0: one yeah all, all he needed all he needed was one foot per down to get in the end zone <laughs> dude, okay
2: <laughs> even if he didn't even if he fell a, a yard short of the goal would that not be more respectable than your freaking receiver receiver getting uh tossed down by a guy Pretty much.
1: It was. It was it, yeah. It, you, fuck. I mean, kicking the field goal and losing by one would have been a smarter decision. I mean, honestly, that's a good point you raised. I, people are going to say, "Oh, what the fuck? That that's stupid." Because
2: they would have lost the game anyways. Well, you were going to lose the game throwing
1: the ball, and you did. You run it. You run the ball. It's.
2: Was it was it Dion <clears throat> Sanders or Emmett Smith? They said like as soon as the play was over, that was the dumbest play ever called in the history of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it
1: sounds more like Dion. Dion's a uh, – he's a brash individual. It sounds like him. It was stupid. And I, I can't stress enough. You got Marshawn Lynch, all right? You you fucking – you got Marshawn goddamn Lynch. You have him. He's your running back. This is what you have him for, right? Isn't that what he's – you're on the one-yard line, and you got Marshawn Lynch. It's like – I've seen a great meme, dude. I usually don't like memes. You know my stance, Alex. Oh, and yeah. I've seen one that says – uh. Have Michael Jordan pass the ball to Bill Cartwright. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you got Michael Jordan, and uh so I okay, to be fair and balanced <laughs> uh be fair and balanced, I got a friend who said, if they would have completed the play, the throw, right, like say they got it in for a touchdown, Pete Carroll would have been a genius coach for doing that right, as a
2: distraction. Hey man, they uh they went for it on a uh, fourth and long. I think it was like a third quarter and I mean, it paid off, man. It paid off big time for them. Um, yeah,
1: but you you know, there's a, a whole different situation. One yard line, 30 seconds. You got Marshawn Lynch, you got two timeouts. You you, you run the ball. I Well, do not only the, that, they had
2: a, they had 11 seconds um before <laughs> halftime and and they fucking decided to go for it and they scored, man. I mean, that That made a huge difference. But, yeah, it was all erased as soon as he made that really shitty play call at the end.
0: Yeah, sometimes things just work, you know. Sometimes you don't need deception. Some days you're the bug, some days you're the windshield.
1: (laughs) He said, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is you could have told the defensive line, hey, Marshawn's getting the ball, be prepared. You could have told them that, and Marshawn would have scored. Like That's a yard. Anyway, you said three feet. (laughs) (laughs) You <laughs> need a, a foot, a down. Yeah, he could – and they had to time out. So, well, okay, real quick, we're about to wrap it up, but I, I've heard conspiracy theories about this saying Pete Carroll threw the game.
2: Wow. Dude.
1: So we got conspiracies on everything. You brought it – I don't know which one of it. What? Which one of you brought it up. You said you can turn anything into a conspiracy.
2: Okay, here's one for you. why is it that the Patriots got so good after 9-11? <laughs> Isn't
1: that weird? Isn't that weird, guys. It. <laughs> it's A little weird, man. It's like fucking fucking like...
2: patriotism, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking Oh, wow.
1: Those so that's, those are the those are the causal links that people will draw. It's not everybody that listens to this will say lots of ridiculous. Nobody says that. No, it's an analogy. You say after 9/11, the patriots were so good. What did we need after 9/11? Patriotism. Oh, see, it makes sense, and that's the type of shit they do. It's all circumstantial, right? It's all circumstantial stuff. Well, it's 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 no coincidence that the Pentagon got bombed. They had all those files,
2: right? Dude, uh, one thing I will say about the Patriots, though, is Tom Brady threw two fucking interceptions in that game, and they still fucking treat him like a hero. Nah, I mean, he he almost lost the game for him.
0: What do you think, Caleb? Tom Brady, a hero? Oh, uh, man, I didn't watch the game. I can't really speak as to what, what now, the – I don't know what occurred on the plays. He threw a couple of picks. I know that, but, uh, you know, I didn't get to watch the game, so.
1: We will we will say, I think all of us will agree, calling sports figures heroes, and people do that, that's wrong, right? You guys agree?
2: Oh, absolutely, man. Um, especially that, that fucking little skirmish that, that broke out at the end of the game. Oh, Man, I mean, you you you're looking at uh, the players <laughs> on the field combined make more money than probably most countries have in their fucking uh, economy, as ridiculous as that is.
1: Well, and, and uh, what kind of? I mean, I understand frustrations were high because the Seahawks probably thought they won, but uh, I mean, you can't you can't act like that. But Caleb, your your opinion on heroism and uh,
0: and uh, and sports figures? Sports, yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, like, you could be the hero of that game if you. I mean, I, I, could, ah. see, I, I could see that statement, I see. but. You, you're, you're as right, as, like,
1: smaller levels,
0: he's a hero of the game. Yeah, but if you're talking, like, hero, like. Um, in the sense that, you know, like, a war hero is a hero, then, yeah, that's. He's no Chris Kyle.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Well hey, no oh, He said it.
1: No pun intended, shots fired.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho. hey, come at us. Come at us. Uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I see that point. That's a good point. If you break it down into a smaller scale, then, yeah, they're a hero of the game or a hero of that play. Or uh, or what about this? Would the – what was it? 1980 uh, Olympic hockey team for the U.S. beating the Soviets, would that be considered heroism? Uh
2: patriotism that's what i would consider it
1: okay okay yeah we're breaking it down yeah i see that patriotism caleb your your, your thoughts 1980 hockey team
0: heroes talking about them, uh yeah in a sense um yeah i i could say they were
1: all right last hypothetical here bobby fisher versus spatsky in chess uh during the height of the cold uh cold war and uh, he beat the uh, the Russian. Is, is that hero? Is it hero- heroism in the same sense that Neil Armstrong is a hero? I mean, no, 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 no. I disagree with myself. But that same, not that magnitude, but that same type of heroism, right? I mean, that that's I don't know. That's that's coming yeah. from a Western perspective. Hero,
0: hero is a weird word.
2: It
1: is. It depends on how you define it, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's heroes few and far between. But like, okay, you could take somebody like me who who likes football. And my favorite player, I mean yeah, I might consider him a hero, but what about you know the the chick that lives three houses down from me that doesn't watch any type of sport? Yeah. She's not going to consider him a hero. He doesn't have heroic features. He catches a ball.
1: Yeah. Uh we we would all agree that a uh, somebody running into a burning building to save a baby, that's heroism, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. So Suck that dude's dick.
1: Uh <laughs> well not me I'm... he said not nah. uh, a woman who saw that event transpire the mother of the baby right
2: the mother of the baby I mean she's not married like she should be
1: no if she's married she should do it it doesn't matter now now, now we're off on a tangent Pat. Uh <laughs> alright guys so you guys, you guys have any you guys have any uh, closing statements here alright guys well that was our podcast on anti-vaxxers, and a little bit about the Super Bowl and then conspiracies. And we actually covered a a wide range
0: of topics.
1: So uh, you guys have any last words?
0: Uh, Think, research, and fact check. Those are my last words. All right, I got
2: a quote from uh, Stewie Griffin. Um, Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. There you go. All
0: right.
1: And uh, I got nothing. Take care, y'all. Okay, that's that.